Belly's district. Akpaya, 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 Akpaya. Cheese, come on, come on, live in the flesh. In the flesh, we are live. It's the Agbaya show. Make sure you like and subscribe. We said episode 10. Mm-hmm. And you're tuned in with Damo. And J. Jules. Remington. What you man saying, man? I'm blessed, bro. Come on, come there on. There you are. Come on, guy. It's one of them ones, man. Crazy weeks, man. You know me. Crazy mm. weeks That's are happening, happening. always, man. Because <laughs> the nonsense I'm seeing this week, there's so many Agbayas, but ah. unfortunately, we just have to go down to one. Jeez. See what I'm trying to say? But before that, obviously, we got a. Uh, a family guest in the house. Come on. <laughs> Obviously, special guest, but it's a family mm, because it's, it. it's someone that we've known way you know, back, way back, way you know, back. dear to us. You see, you get me? Come come out fresh from Tensmead, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, them ones there. Yeah. Go by the name of, you get me, a Wagbor. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, play, old come school. on, yeah, old school, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Old we got school. Mo Keys, Mo Samuel. Jeez. Yeah. Come on, in the building. Mm. What are you telling me, man? Man, so I'm glad to be here. Jeez. I'm glad to be amongst. Family, it's been it's been a minute. Fifteen years now, isn't it? It's been a minute. Fifteen years, but I said secondary school, college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So blessing, man. I'm I'm happy to come and you know support what you guys got going on over here. Love, man. Come on. You know, it's one of them ones. Like you're even meant to come on earlier, but yeah, your your business schedule, like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and me and Damo definitely try to make it happen a few times, but you know, Mama told me, yeah, one minute, where where you at? I'm in Greece. But you know, there's no time. There's no time um, better than the perfect time. So exactly, yeah, come on, come on. We're here. But obviously, thank you for coming on. And obviously, there there's might be people out there that don't know who you are. So you know, give them a little introduction of what you do, where you're from. Wow. Uh, damn, Mo Samuels, come um, on, music producer, model, uh, fashion designer, stylist. Mm-hmm. Come on, uh, young entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, originally from Thamesmead, Southeast London. Sheesh. And um, yeah, all the way over to Los Angeles. So. Hey, Angeli Compton, yeah, South Central. Man had to clear me. But hey, man. But obviously, we're gonna get deep into you yeah. know what's been going on with you and keeping yeah. up with you know. Yeah. Get me the the Samuels, you get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we move on, obviously it's Agbaya of the week. And obviously, you get me gonna let the, the clip roll. And obviously, I met Tanya as well, and I have opportunities to do certain things now. What, was, yes, what were was, you guys doing before? I was an airport security officer. Them my issue five. shack, <laughs> my issue shack is that the way I see things, you're bound to go back. For you guys who I had oh, beef with the entire season, like, let's oh, not put this negative energy in. No. Let me no, tell you, let me tell you I'm, I'm the rebuking next this energy. The next no. You know, personally, I don't even want to make Sideman the Agbaya of the week. <laughs> but he has to hold it a little bit. Still. Bro, he, he has, has to hold it. it. No, 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 no. You know, I, I feel him at the same time, but you know what it is? It's a good message, but it's just, I don't know, the articulation behind it. Yeah, it the was, way it was said, like. It was harsh. Yeah. Man said you're bound to. You know, like, there's no choice. It's going to happen. Oh. Nah, that don't make sense. You know, you're, yeah, when yeah. you're in front of the judge and he says bounce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten yeah. years, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that hasn't happened for everyone. Look at Damien, um, India. They're still doing their thing, now. Nah? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Obviously, there still is like a element of a uh, truth in what he's saying. Mm. Yeah, because nowadays with Love Island contestants, they come out. Some of them go on to be big, big, big stars and whatnot. Some come back to their normal routine activities. Mm-hmm. You understand? So he's not lying. And with Shaq and um, Tanya. Obviously, there is a sort of... No, you know what it is? He could have just worded it better. But yeah, I think, yeah. you know what it is? Really and truly is a, 
is a lesson learned, isn't it? Maybe on his behalf because that could generally be man's him. Behalf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because again, like you're saying, obviously we have to be real, innit? People think like that, innit? Mm. So obviously Sideman... He's the same what a lot of yo, people Yo, yo, Sideman saying what he's hearing yeah, in, in, yeah, in wherever, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Bro, listen. But... <laughs> man yeah, saying, yeah. God forbid. Like, you yeah. see what Tanya said, God forbid. Yeah. No, nah, but you know what he is? I won't even... No, 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 no. I won't even let... Sorry to cut you off. I won't yeah. even let him finish off anything he has to say throughout the show. Yeah, but... It was, <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. But then you know what it is? It shows this is why... Sideman is doing this to Shaq because even you're doing that and you're not even you're not even back to yourself. You're just there like you're even looking. Oh what Shaq? Shaq's not really the, yeah. He's no, not really defending he just, himself. You it's know Tanya what I'm that's say? really right. Yeah. But you know what? This is it leads on to. Do right? you think that's why he thinks he can say that though? Do you think if he was like if you backed yourself a little bit more, he'll be like, I, I quite help you saying no, so that. So basically, you're, you're saying that if it was someone like Anthony Joshua sitting there. Mm. Sideman wouldn't have that sort of energy to say hit to him. You're bound to go back to be airport security. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I doubt And if he had an issue, no, no. My thing is just this: if he had an issue with AJ, the way he will approach will be different. Yeah, the way he will approach different, different. Hundred percent. The way he's approaching this with Shaq is about, bro. You take it easy, bro. Yeah, it's kind of like sunning him a little bit. Yeah, but you know what? I guess it's because he's seen his behavior that's led up. Led to his reaction. Like yeah. we watched, and people have watched Shaq for like eight weeks. Yeah, you understand? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy doing kind of mad stuff. So, but at the end of the video, he did say that I'm not trying to like say like I'm not. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm, not saying, I'm not trying to say the piss basically. But okay. I'm just I'm just saying, isn't it? So we say like Shade Bar, they, they they remix the things. I think so. Well, the editors are. The editing, I think so. They're up to no good. But you know, before we move, before we make him the Agbar of the week, yeah, I'm on the fence because Shaq now. Tweeted something saying bad energy, stay far away. And I'm thinking, brother, but you was in his in front of him. Why could he say that to his face? Like, mm. regardless yeah. of what he said, you could have said, nah, the same thing, bad energy. Yeah, stay far away. Let's move on to another subject yeah. and cut the thing short. Mm. So I don't know. I can say that maybe Shaq could be the admirer of the week for being for letting that happen to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not defending himself. For not defending oh, himself. We have two admirers, bro. We are two admirers. Yeah, two admirers. Both of you chop slap. Obviously, like moving on, you get me. You get me. Mo Samuels yeah. got man mm. finally in the building. Yeah, Sit know, love that. Love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And obviously, we want to talk about like um, in life. Yeah, what is it to gain the world but lose your soul? Okay. Mm. You see, and. In life, sometimes I feel like, you know, we were talking about this, you know, when you're in a vulnerable state, you know. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Yeah. Mm. You understand? Then, you know, you're vulnerable and talented. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now it's come to the point now that without the knowledge, the understanding, now you're gaining friends. Mm. It, mm. May, but it may be bad friends sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Ulterior motives for you. And now you're, you're in situations that you shouldn't have been in mm. had mm. you have had the knowledge for. You see, but on top of that, mm. you're getting the recognition. Mm. Everything's shining on you. The money's coming. I think in. it's important when you get to that stage. Yeah, just before it gets to that stage, I think if you feel it coming, you should look for a mentor. But how? But sometimes it. You can I know see, it's. I know it's, it's hard, hard to you because you're not. You're not guidance. People won't be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go look for a mentor. But I think when a lot of things are happening at the same time and you can't handle it yeah. a little bit, and I don't know, or you have that little inkling like I might need someone to help me. Mm get to that stage because it's going to be a lot mm. I don't know that's how that's how I would think obviously that's the mentor the manager's the mentor okay, okay, okay. so now there's some there's people there trying to give you advice and whatnot, but you're dismissing it because you're thinking bruv I made this all on my own yeah 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 why the hell would I need your input now when you yeah, were yeah. with me at the beginning mm -hmm. you understand and mm -hmm. could that be seen as losing yourself 
<sighs> and it goes and it goes back it goes into really like in relation to you know how you came up yeah how you yeah. started and were there ever times where you felt that this man can't chat to me man he don't know you don't know the f major the triads i'm playing man. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's I, that it's I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like how to even articulate it because like it's easy when you're on the outside to have an opinion of what you think something is and then you're inside and you're like okay maybe it isn't like you know how everyone is like you know this person is Illuminati and this person is Freemason mm. and this person and then you're actually in it and you're like okay well whatever idea of the Illuminati that we have isn't actually what it is mm. do you get what I'm trying to say mm. and whatever idea of you know people that have sold their soul isn't really what we think it is do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say like it's a lot more you know, with, with, with selling your soul and all that stuff, there's a lot more details to it. There's a lot more, like, in-depth things that the normal person isn't going to know. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, there's a lot of conspiracy. There's a lot of things. And one thing, like I said, just before we started rolling, was just, like, what may not make sense to us always makes sense to God in mm. some sort mm. of way, innit? Mm. Do you mm -hmm. get what I mean? Come on. And either way, his will will be done, innit? That's it. So... If that's for someone to learn their lesson in a specific way, then that's mm. gonna happen. Mm. But it's not for me to judge and be like, you know, you must be da da da. Like we yeah. we we hear people saying, ah, Beyonce is sold her soul. How do you know? How do you, how know? Do you know? How do you know? Right? That you know, and and I, I I try my best to not use the Bible as a referencing point, but you know, it, you know, there's a part where Jesus kind of talks about how like you know, the the people that you'll see in heaven, you'll be surprised. Because mm. you wouldn't even believe that they even got there. Do you get yeah. what I'm trying to say? Mm. Or yeah. very much so, yeah. the, the guy that was next to Jesus on the cross, he was just like, today you'll see me in paradise. This guy had killed and, and robbed somebody, but for some reason he made it. Mm. Mm. Why? Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's just like, I think the, the most important thing is focusing on what you're called to do, focusing on your purpose, focusing on why you're here. Do you get what I mean? We all have a why. Everybody mm. does. Like, no one was made by a mistake. Nobody was brought here to just exist. Mm. Whether you know that or you don't know that, everyone's here for everyone that was made that's living or everything that's made has a purpose. And yeah. as long as that purpose is being fulfilled, any extra doesn't even matter. Well, it's just it doesn't even matter. Let me let me ask what what made you what made you go into the music? What what what, what was the start of it? So obviously like, I know from like like college and yeah. secondary. I mean, but like what made you like push so hard and like not give up on it well, it started obviously it started in church obviously Damo knows isn't it oh, <laughs> you know every you know time I mean? in music it's crazy you see it's more crazy. like yeah. To cut your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cool but it's mad because our families knew each other and we oh, didn't yeah. even know that oh, yeah. our families yeah. knew each other from time so obviously we were it's just mad these like, brothers in my my mum and dad's wedding in oh wedding yeah. 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 yeah brother it's mad yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. but everything really started in church like you're born and then you're just a Christian Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Uh, that's and we go to church every Sunday or at least Tuesday to Sunday, you know. And then so at the age of like seven, yeah, my brother, um, you know, he had like left the church that we was at my uncle's church because he didn't like how it was just bare traditional and mm. you know you know African churches. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, he's gone. And this was when New Wine was transitioning from their church in Greenwich to oh, yeah, where yeah, the old yeah. cinema was. Mm. Um, and then I remember my sister was like, well, since your brother's not here, you're going to start playing keys. And I was like, oh, swear. Okay, how's it going to... And before God and man, God taught me. Like, I didn't have no lesson. I didn't... Mm. I didn't... 
I didn't go to no music teacher or nothing. nothing. It was literally like figuring out, like figuring out. Remember, there was no YouTube, there was no none of this. Yeah, so yeah, it was just yeah, yeah, pressing yeah. piano at home on the Casio, just trying to going, figure out what going. is. And I'll never forget, Anointing was my first song that I ever knew. Uh, <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. That was the first song that I ever even thought about. All right, cool, like this is this. And then I just started playing. And then obviously, you start developing. But the church was really the foundation. That's, That's really yeah. where it began. And then obviously, you don't know anything about music production. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that is. And mm. then you get to secondary school, and you know, I mean? the Cubase and the Miss Ryan, Miss Ryan, Miss Ryan. You know, so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I met Mo. Yeah, like, like obviously our families knew each other or whatnot. Yeah. But when I f- literally physically met him, I remember this. I don't know if you remember this. Obviously, I came to uh, say Columbus. Yeah, I yeah. say Columbus. Obviously, the man them there. Obviously. In the music room, yeah, yeah. there's a piano there, innit? Obviously, I was telling you, yeah, man plays the piano. He was like, yeah, let me see you. In my head, I thought, bad. (laughs) Bad. Came on it, started playing the thing. Yeah. Obviously, Mo was like, yeah, yeah, that's decent, that's calm. Oh, is it? He was like, you want to do something now? Oh, okay. So I see, man. I just looked, I said, nah. I said, wow. <laughs> bro, I was like, yeah, yeah, there's levels. Wow. This guy thought it was me. <laughs> I was, bro, it was me. No, because wherever crazy. you go, you just play keys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you hear the, oh, people say, yo, you're naturally da, 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 yeah, gifted. So now you see somebody as gifted or even more yeah, gifted yeah, yeah, than yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. like, bro, there's levels. You can't, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. when the delusion, yeah. that's when the delusion yeah, yeah. Reality. Starts. Reality hit me yeah, that there's levels to this and you can't go around thinking you're the guy because there's always somebody that's equally the guy or... The guy true. more than you. You yeah. see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, and true, yeah. I'll let you carry on still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nah, that, that was literally the, like he said, like, and even when he's talking about levels, there's there was levels above me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I definitely had my moments where I thought, ah, oh, yeah, man can play geese. And then you kind of go into like, gospel like circles and mm. musician circles and then you hear a man that can really play keys and you're yeah, like yeah. you know what this is where I'm gonna end this, this, <laughs> this, this, this. <laughs> all of this man then playing in all 12 keys I'm here still transposing like <laughs> like there's different levels do you get what I mean but either way like for me one thing I always say about me when it comes to playing keys is like I'm a team player mm. so mm. whenever I'm in bands I'm always about how the band sounds collectively rather okay. than the person that's like which is all good and well but if we all sound good together then my job is done as the music director do you get what I'm trying to say definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. so yeah man so obviously you, talk, you spoke to us about you know um, what got you into music yeah. now and like tell us about where music has taken you now man Bro, so yeah, like I said, so off camera, but yeah, um, so we literally, it literally, literally goes from like being in college, being in secondary school, yeah. to the next minute you're on planes flying to LA. Mm. That transition was crazy, and you know, shout out to my brother Harmony because you know he was already in London, he'd already done stuff in London. I don't know if you remember the producer battles, um, jump off. Yeah, 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 he won that in like 2004. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Right, so he won that. So come on, you have to give my money flowers. He was dark child. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he got signed to Rodney. So come he on. had done that. He was working with Fundamental when Fundamental were kind yeah, of big yeah, yeah. at the time, and then 2009. And so he was um so he was obviously looking for his break, right? And he'd been going to New York and whatnot. And there's many places, excuse me, where he's spoken about how he even ended up at RJ's house and all of that stuff but he signed in 2009 now between this point I hadn't really spoken or seen him because my parents uh, did everything to basically keep that relationship apart 
you know, they were just oh, like, he's really? doing music, he's a bad boy. Okay. Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. So I wasn't allowed to see him. So, I, you know, it was very far and few where I would travel to North London to his studio to see him. And I'd have to sneak because if my parents found out, they'd be like, eh, we told you, don't go. Yeah, because oh, really? okay. yeah, he, he left home, innit? Yeah, he yeah. left at 17 and he was just on, like, I'm doing my own thing. Like, I'm not following you, man. I'm doing mm. this. Mm. So they were just very, like, against everything he did. So 2008, nine, you know, he was going back and forth to New York. And obviously the music industry at the time was in New York. It hadn't even, it wasn't even in LA yet. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And, that's another story because like it usually switches so one minute it's like New York remember New York was the place at one point then mm -hmm. Atlanta yeah, yeah. was the place yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Miami yeah. was the place and then uh, now LA's the place and then it's moving again so but anyway he goes to LA and then signs to World in 2009 and then I think a year and a half later um we catch up or something he's like oh come to Los Angeles and I'm like to where he's <laughs> like come to LA I was like what are you doing here? Like, I live here now and then I was like raw cool so yeah he says come to LA I'm like alright cool whatever so and obviously man's at uni as well innit so I'm using my uni money to Jeez. fund flight bro imagine anniversary <laughs> 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 that grant yeah. so 2011 now I don't want to miss this part so between 2009 to 11 uh, Mikey and I shout out Mike come um, on shout out Mikey started SOS okay. now SOS actually consisted of four people me Mike um, Fola, who's now an amazing makeup artist, Lake Sano. I don't know if you know who she is, and obviously Shay Jacobs. Yeah, Shay. I yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out Shay. So, so that was four of us, right? So, 2009 to 11, we were obviously doing this thing, and we were kind of picking up heat at unis, and mm. you know, just putting stuff. This is where YouTube was kind of very okay, new, right? Okay, okay. And then 2011, I go to my brother says, "Come to LA." I come to LA, and I remember getting there, and I was just like, "What the hell is this? Like, where am I? Like." This is live GTA, like yeah. San Andreas in yeah. real time. You're used to London, you're used to yeah. Thames, you're exactly. used to the I'm ends, like, isn't it? What the? And you got to understand, it's baking hot in like March. <laughs> I'm like, this is mad. So then, yeah, I go there and I just remember, I remember I got to the studio um, that he had just started building. And I remember I had, <laughs> I had tunes in it and I just remember he played like two songs and I was like, I'm whack you know when you had that i was like there's levels Bruh. i remember i couldn't produce for like two months oh because yeah i didn't know i didn't know what to do i didn't know how it was gonna be on the same level or how I was, so i couldn't produce i was bamboozled i was finished i remember just calling my and being like listen this la is a different ball game bro wherever you think or wherever we thought about london this is a different 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 like mm. different situation and then the following year mikey came out mm. and then he was just like, yeah, he was right. And then it just became a a, a routine thing. Like twice a year, we're going to LA and we would always bang three months because okay. three months is the maximum, isn't it? Mm. 90 days on a, on a tourist visa. Mm. And obviously, when you're going, you're just saying, I'm coming to visit family, but you're really coming to do work. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so 90 days, so we would bang it. And then, yeah, it just became a, trad a tradition. It's just every year, LA, LA, LA. And then obviously 2013, we worked on Ariana Grande's album. And then that kind of was how everything kind of started opening up. How was that feeling though, Ariana Grande? Imagine that, like, you get to work on an album. Do you know what I mean? Like, how, how did that make you feel from from like, your journey? Was this like one of the big like milestones, would you say? Yeah, at the time it was because, like I said, like, you, you think that, we all think that once you get that one, that that one is going to be the defi defining factor. You mm. think, and obviously, you know when they say, oh, you know, God, God looks at your plan and he laughs. Like, God's plan was completely different. We mm. thought, all right, work on a big artist and then everything is going to open and it's like, 
That is not how it works. <laughs> <You're just blown. laughs> it's not how it works. There's a lot of groundwork that you have to do, and you know, different things mean different things in different territories. Do you get what I'm trying mm. to say? So, like, like I said off camera, she wasn't big in London, so nobody knew who she was yet. Even though she was big in all of these countries, nobody actually knew who Ariana Grande was. Mm. So we've come back now, and A and R's are telling us, bro, we don't care who is she. We don't know who she is, and we're scratching our head like. Ah. I thought this guy is like, it's, it's, like, it's, 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 it's What's going on? You don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go to YouTube. Go check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, number one in fifty countries. No, no, no. We're scratching our head, and then that's when, you know, you know, the whole thing about all right, we need to break or work with a UK artist to, mm. you know, at least get the ball rolling over here while we're still living here because we had no intention of moving to LA yet. There was no idea of oh, we're moving to LA. It was just we're going back and forth for now. Mm. And this is what's happening. So, okay. yeah, bro. yeah. So it's one of them ones. Obviously, you spoke about the journey. Like yeah. part of the journey is Mikey. Mm -hmm. You see, like, and you can't just leave him out. No, no, no. <laughs> Shout, Very no, important. Come on. Shout, big and Mike. it's Mike because with Mikey, yeah, I remember there was a time at Shay's barbecue. Yeah, and like he just looked at me in it, mm. and we just looked at each other. He's like, "Well, gone. I like you good." He's like, yeah. "You don't remember me, do you?" And I was like, "I was trying, you know, you as soon as you said that, out. I was trying to figure out. Then I remembered. Oh shit." Wait, St. Thomas and Apostle together. Oh, yeah, yeah. swear. You see, yeah. obviously, and the transformation from St. Thomas to now, yeah, yeah. like, I didn't even know he played the drums. Yeah. You see? Sick drummer. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. We thank God because all of these things come from church. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But yeah. so, how did you guys, like, actually encounter each other and come up with the SOS? Man, that, that, that situation was crazy because I'd actually met Mike um, at my uncle's church that I was at at the time. And he always tells the story that he met, we met, and then he was like, I asked him, oh, do you want something to drink? Mm. And I gave him a tango or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a tango or something like that. And then we didn't see each other for time. So then we left, We two, yeah, 2003, I left my mum's brother's church, my uncle's church, right? Mm. And then we went to this new church in Old Kent Road. Okay. Bigger church, bigger stage, everything, right? Mm. And so... Uh, maybe a year or so in, I was already like the second keyboard player. Okay. You know what I'm mm. So obviously the pastor's son was the main keyboard player. The pastor's son was a drummer. Mm. And then their family already knew who our family was as well. And you know, when you're in that church scene, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. 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 Everybody knows everyone. So everyone knew everyone. So I went to, we went to the church and whatnot. So Mikey came a year later and then, I must have come off stage one time after playing and he was just, he was there and he was just like, yo, Mo, like, re remember me, like, remember me from your uncle's church? And I was like, nah, bro. Oh, oh. Oh. I, I, said, I, I, <laughs> I said, he just crushed these dreams. And, no, and every time, and I feel so bad because I don't even remember. Hey, Mikey, don't have this. Don't have this. <laughs> fight so back, he, fight back. So he was just like, he was just like, I was like, nah, I don't even remember. Because he, he came to the church with his boys. Okay. And he was telling these boys, he was like, nah, I know, man. Oh. I know this man, didn't he? So he's come over to me, man. And they're like, you don't know him, bro. So he's come over to me like, yo, Mola. And I'm like, nah, I don't know you. Nah, fam, I don't remember you. <laughs> it's so not me, it's not me. His boys, and he's, his boys were like, I told you, you don't know him. <laughs> but literally from that moment, we just created a bond, bro. Mm. And then he joined the church and then he became the church's drummer as well, second drummer. And then, yeah, the years were going by, 2004, 5, 6, 7, Obviously, he went to Christ the King. Okay, um, yeah. and obviously, like he, everybody went to Christ the King, and he knew a lot of people there. And then he did music over there while I was doing music at St. Oh, Luke's. Mm. And then, yeah, two thousand and eight, nine, just before we go to uni, we're at a church retreat, 
and we're having a conversation and while we're on our way there, we're just like, we're tired of how like the music is in the UK. Mm. Like this is dead. Like anything you try and do, it just gets blocked. Yeah. And obviously with my knowledge at the time, I thought being the brother of a producer who's kind of done things in the UK and whatnot, like man would get in quotes an easy pass. Mm. Definitely wasn't the case. So, and then Mike and I was like, can't come, come, we just come together and just make a duo thing? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm down still. Mm. And then I remember when we got to the, the church, you know, convention where it was in Milton Keynes. Mm. I remember we was on stage and we were thinking about names. Like, what are we going to call ourselves? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? And it originally was... Um, you remember that magazine, that music magazine that was called Sound on Sound? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I'll be real, yeah. Every time I hear SOS, it reminds me of Sound on Sound. Yeah, magazine. Sound on Sound. So we were like, all right, SOS Entertainment, Sound on, we're not going to call ourselves Sound on Sound because you can't, but yeah. SOS in it, it's like an alarm, emergency, like wherever yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you might need to pay attention. So that's how it started. And then I was like, well, I know someone that can join, Shay. And then he was like, Come I know this. someone that can join. Um, follow and then Jeez. you know we had the conversation and then it was just like a no-brainer I was like alright cool everyone and then 2009 to 11 we were just making tunes that's when we did Shay's first EP this was shout when, out Shay shout out Shay Jacobs and like we did his first EP late arrival and you know those moments were really just important because that was where we kind of like were at our foundational mm. like times like we learned certain things we learned how to record properly mm. we learned how to to mix and master you mm. know we, we just the learning aspect of that was really pivotal to what would happen like a couple years on so then yeah and then we started that and then obviously like i said 2011 started going to la and whatnot and shay was coming with us and Fola actually never came but yeah shay was coming with us and then a couple years into going, like everyone kind of just was like, right, they want. Everyone had their own plans in it. Everyone kind of was like, right, this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to do. But me and Mike were like, nah, this is what we're doing. Mm. Do you get what okay, I mean? okay, and okay. we just stuck to it, bro. And you know, like we're one of the best duos to come out of the UK. Come, come on, on, facts, come on, facts, facts, so. facts, facts. So yeah, don't know, get to know. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. know the good thing about it, yeah, it's like what you said, and it just demonstrates that what a lot of people lack. It's like people are people still have pride and ego yeah. to. To, that's stopping them from coming together and building mm. a force that's yeah. that's known to be reckoned with. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people want to be the guy, innit? Exactly. That, that, I think that's that's what it is, innit? How, how many times has like you probably gone to someone, bro, like let's do yeah, this yeah, together yeah. and yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear from them no more. Or maybe in their head they're thinking this guy's not serious to yeah. do business with. Yeah. Or yeah. whatnot. But what's the secret ingredients in that? I think it's it's even off camera, innit? It's the stuff that goes down off cameras, yeah. helping each other, having yeah. that one goal. That communication, yeah. that communication alignment, yeah. you understand? And obviously being able to trust each other and that. Yeah, come on, come on. Do you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. a subscribe. Yeah. But obviously, you know, one thing you touched on is like obviously you felt like having your brother there yeah. as a well-known producer, yeah. like, um, was an easy path. And yeah. uh, it wasn't. And yeah. do you ever feel like you feel like people think or come to that sort of assumption that raw cause harmony Samuels is yeah. your brother? Yeah. You've had the easy route to compare to everyone. Of course. That that's probably part of the reasons why like I was so determined to do a lot of things that had nothing to do with him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so much. You know what I mean? Just, it's it's it comes with the territory. Do you get what I mean? Like, whenever you know anyone in history or any famous person that has a little brother or whatever, you mm. always know that that person always lives in the brother's shadow. Do you get what I'm yeah, trying to say? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you just get, yeah, you're, you're yeah. just there because, because of the older brother. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? And like he put you on or something. Yeah, exactly. Now, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit here and pretend like there wasn't major things that he did. So mm. like, for instance, being able to 
live somewhere while we were traveling to LA was a beneficial factor. Mm. A lot of people that come to LA are like, it's expensive. So we didn't have to, to pay, pay for somewhere yeah, to live yeah. because we lived with him. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like we stayed with him. So that already bypassed so much things. Like, and that was major. You know what I mean? It's like, all we had to do was bring spending money. That's it. To yeah. be able to just live. We had to be able to eat and move around. But there was a house and we had somewhere we could lay our bed. So those major things. But when it came to like, you know, the other things, you know, the 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 projects that we were doing, you know, especially the stuff in London, like that was me and Mike by the special grace of God. Like that was Mike mm -hmm. and I, like that that wasn't anything to do with him. Do you know what I mean? He was hearing and was like, are you man are really like picking up steam over there? It's like, mm. yeah, bro. Like you set the blueprint in it and it's just for us to follow. Mm. Um, and so, like I said, like a lot of people instinctively think that, oh, because you're attached to this person, uh, yeah, they must have just bust you open. It's yeah. like, nah, man. Like if anything, it's harder. It's way harder because, yeah, yeah. you know, um, people are judging you based on that, what that person has done. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you don't, yeah. if you don't make that thing or if you don't make that quote, if you don't, like, oh, you're not good enough. You're you not, hit yeah, that. yeah, bro. And you, just a lot of pressure. Do you got know I mean? And there was so many times where I felt like I had to live up to this like persona that he had created. And mm. yeah. I had to live up to this thing that he created and it wasn't allowing me to just be me. Was there, was, the was there any time, um, or has there been any time where you felt like, oh, you, yeah, I have to, not not give up, but like I'm not too sure if this is for me anymore. Have you ever got to that point where yeah. it's like, yeah, 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 I'm not sure, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so many times, yeah, even up until like, yeah, maybe, can you explain? maybe two or three years ago, mm. I was like, music, yeah, just because like the music industry is forever changing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like we went from being able to buy music on iTunes and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. to now you just stream it, yeah. <laughs> like it, it changes, bro. So, and if you're not if you don't understand what evolution is really about, if you really don't understand what it means to constantly grow, you're yeah. gonna be stuck like some of our parents are, yeah? It becomes harder to relate to them because they're so like stuck in a way of the life, tradition. in a way of mm. thinking, exactly. So, and if you don't if you don't understand what evolution is about, like even God, God has evolved. You have to evolve in order to like grow and in order to stay relevant. Mm. Um, and like, you know, with the music industry changing, you're just like, bun this, man. Like, why am I even doing this? It's like, now it's streaming. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Or you go on TikTok and, you know, you do one song and then next minute you're hit me. Like, it's what? Nonsense. what? Yeah, it's it's yeah. silly. Do you get what I mean? Now, I respect everyone's hustle and how everyone does it. But where I came from and how it was coming up for us, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually had to be talented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you actually could have to sing. Like, you really had to, do you get what I mean? And... You know, whereas now it's just like it's so much different. So there are moments where you're just like, "Bun this, man! Like, yeah. forget this." Or, you know, you know, when you're working on all these albums, you know, especially because Mike and I had like a run, like 2015, because we did three Wretch albums, two mixtapes with Wretch, mm. Mel C, like 2015, rap right until 20. Like it was just every year, every year, every year, every year. I remember that day you showed me that track with Mel C. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We ended up doing five on her album. We oh, brought her cold. back, top 20. Like Whoa. it was just, just it, we were just on a roll. We hey, was on a roll. Hey, hey, Bex, you hear that? <laughs> Come on, Carl. Make sure you like and subscribe. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like it's just, it was just rolling, rolling, rolling. And, you know, at some point you realize like what is man really chasing like because mm. you get that thing and you're just like okay it hasn't like what, yeah what next or yeah like, what next yeah, or yeah. you feel like it's gonna be the defining factor and it just isn't yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like and so like 
yeah, those, those at those moments, you're just like, man, bun this. But it's it's in those circumstances that you're like, what's my why? You yeah, know what I mean? like what's the reason why I'm doing this? And mm-hmm. you always go back to how, why you started it in the first place. Man, we're just young guys making music. Man, yeah. it was just a couple yeah. guys from Thamesmead, from Lucia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. we love music in it. Let's just make music. And when you make that your why, and you you make that the focus point, all the extra stuff that comes with this music business doesn't even matter anymore. Okay. okay, so it, so obviously you said that like you know all the you know you you go back to your why, isn't it? Why are you doing this? Like. Obviously, to a young person, you know, a young boy aspiring to be a producer, they've even come across your music and, you know, they aspire to be just like you, coming out of the hood or the suburbs or wherever. Like, what would be your advice to them? (sighs) Because, like, you know what is... You remember back in the days, you know, you're there making the beat, you're thinking, this is is it. Mm. Yeah. You're coming, yeah. you're coming over to me, say, yo, listen to this, listen yeah. to that. <laughs> and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. you go out of school now, you yeah. go to someone else, and you're like, listen to this, and they're yeah. like, it's not it. Yeah, it's not yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And now you're just sitting there thinking, but I just spent like five, six hours making yeah. this. Like, yeah. what would be your advice to them? Man, I think I think if anything, one of the first things that I would say is like just focus on your craft, man. Mm. That is the one thing you can you can't control anything else. Other than being good at your craft, mm. right? Yes. Yeah, so, how many times have we heard people or hit records become hits? And, um, but you hear the story of how it became a hit. Some A and R said, "No, nah, this is whack. Mm. Yeah. This is crap. Yeah. Or nah, there's no way. It can't be nothing." And then it blows up. There's a determination that that person has, or belief in their ability that actually makes that thing happen. Do you get what I mean? So, for any young person, it's just like believe in what. God has given you. Believe in the gift he's given you. What does it say? Like, your gift will make room for you, right? Mm -hmm. So, as long as I focus on that part of the thing, then everything else that's going to come is going to come. But what happens is a lot of people want to focus not just on the music part, but everything else. Like, all right, cool. So, man produces, but man is trying to you know, A and R and do all of these extra things. It's just like, fam, like, you're doing too much. Yeah, yeah, for (laughs) real. Just focus on... I'm a producer. Get good at being a producer. Focus on, you know, be, being a better mixer, mastering better, recording better. Like I said earlier, the foundations, those foundations of working on Shay's project were so important because mm. we could just focus. We didn't have mm. no pressure of like, all right, I'm signed now. I got to deliver five songs by the end of the year. Mm. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Man didn't have that. We just had, we just, we're just making music and we're getting better every time that we make it. We make it, we make it, we make it. Um, and when you do eventually make it, you still have to use those same principles. Let me just focus on the music. Let me just focus on making sure that the music is good because that's the only thing that's in my capacity to control. Anything outside of it, it's all opinions, mm. right? Mm. And yeah. A&R says it's good, someone else is going to say it's bad. Yeah. This person says it's bad, this person says it's good. But if the quality is there... As long as I'm good, putting yeah, out yeah, what yeah. I what um, is really important to me yeah. or is really um, a representation of who I am, then it will show. Whether that's one person likes it, my job's done. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And even what you're even saying even even made me realize in my younger days where obviously, like you said, <coughs> you're doing too much. Mm. Man was doing the, the the production. I would rap it. I would do the singing. I would mm. do the hook. Mm. Da, 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 yeah. To the point that I was expected everything to be a one. But mm. someone could, someone could say that hook is cold. Mm. But that the verse is lacking. Mm-hmm. Someone could say, bro, the production is calm. Yeah, yeah. we had but this conversation. You understand? Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. it's one of them ones like 
it's come. It came to that point where a lot of people did say to me, "Bro, you know what? Maybe you should just, you know, stick to production, isn't it?" Mm. But then the issue is, is that when you stick to a certain thing, with a lot of um young um up and coming artists or producers struggle with, is that once you stick to one thing, you don't really have the resources to get maybe get an artist mm. or maybe get a singer. So you tend to just say, you know what? For the meantime, yeah. I'm just gonna rap on these beats. I'm just gonna that do this sense. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. get it out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. But then it comes to a point where you know, you do tend to do too much because yeah. when you get to a certain level, mm. now you've got the awareness and whatnot, give the beats out rather than still thinking you can still do it all. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. cool, underground level, it might be cold, but when you get to mainstream, mm-hmm. that might not be it. Yeah. You wow. see? But then the person who kind of maybe stuck to their craft and, like you said, perfected it, will get to that mainstream level. And, that, and I think that's the, that's the, that's the difference. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Bro, wait, I mean, we there's everybody, you know, before Jay-Z, as he says, I'm a businessman, before Jay-Z became that, bro, he was a rapper. He yeah, was selling drugs, bro. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Do you get what I mean? He was just a rapper. He just focused on being the best rapper. LeBron yeah. James just focused on being the best basketball player. He wasn't a billionaire when he just came into the game. Mm. He was just, I'm, I'm going to be the best basketball player David Beckham he wasn't doing no perfume or nothing that he was doing no. or owning teams he was just the best free kick taker in England yeah, there you yeah, go yeah. that's it once you're able to focus on that and get that to a point or perfect it then other things are going to open up for you to be able to showcase what other gifts you have mm. do you get what I'm trying to say but what we're trying to do is like alright I'm great at this it works a little bit now or, or it's like, all right, it's not working now. So let me move to this. Because mm. like, it's like everybody's always looking for a break, isn't it? Everybody's yeah. looking for something, like, for me to get in the door. And it's just like, if you're consistent enough at that one thing, it's going to open the door to everything else that you want, isn't it? Oh, Do you get okay, what I'm trying to on. say? So if I, me focusing on just production opened me up to being a fashion designer, yeah, opened exactly. me up to being a stylist mm. and all of that stuff. And I'm going to take the same principle I applied in production mm. in these other industries. So let me just focus on being a good fashion designer. Come on. Let yeah. me just focus and on obvi- being a good stylist and I hear that. so on and so forth, you know. And so. Come on, that's real tall. And obviously just rounding up now, yeah. like obviously you're talking about your fashion design and your clothing, like, like, you know, tell the people then what, you know, to expect of you in the next yeah. three months. Yeah. yeah. So I just recently signed my first modeling contract in LA. Oh. Jeez. Come, come on. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just did my first walk, fashion, uh, LA Fashion Week about... Yeah. Yeah, about a, t- a week and a half, two weeks ago before I got here. Um, so, you know, watch me. I'm going to be on billboards. I'm going to be on everything. Come and on. then um, I'm also uh, a stylist. Um, 2021, I styled some really big people. I got my first spread in Vogue Japan, which was really, really cool. Um, so more styling, more celebrity stylings coming. And then obviously my clothing line called Black Paradise Come on. Um, is what I've been working on. So... Um, you know, the whole theme of Black Paradise is made in Africa by Africans. So um, it's coming to stores near you. So keep it locked, keep peeled and Jeez. yeah, you'll be seeing yeah. it soon. Yeah. Come, Come on, man. You know, Come you know, on. you know that meme with that that African dad like like this. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, as, as you're talking, I'm just looking at you like <laughs> Proud dad. I'm so proud, I'm so proud. Proud, yeah. proud nah, dad. Yeah, but come on, like Mo, thank you for coming on. No, thank you for having me, guys, man. Come on, come on. And you know, obviously, before we go, just let the people know where they can find you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Mo underscore Samuels, um, Twitter, Mo Samuels One. Uh, yeah, those two, basically. Come on. <laughs> come on I, come I keep on. it real s- simple and sweet. So Instagram or Twitter, you'll find me. Come on, come man. On, you heard man. it here at the Akbar show, man. Come on, man. Mo Jeez. Samuels, yeah. Black Paradise, yeah. SOS. You yeah. know how it is, man. Yeah. Come on, man. We're out. We're out.